Hello. The Gambrinus Company is proud to employ corporate, sales, marketing, brewing, and support personnel, and also partners with a family of distributors to bring its portfolio of top quality craft beers to a dynamic and growing consumer base. Through disciplined sales and marketing practices, and working closely with its extensive distributor network, Gambrinus is committed to the development of its business with creating and brewing world class beers. With confidence in its motto, Beer Brings Enjoyment to the World, Gambrinus combines quality products, imaginative marketing, and an aggressive field sales force to build its brands to be market leaders while profitably growing the business of its brewery suppliers, wholesalers, and retail partners. On behalf of the Gambrinus Company, I give to you Shinerbach. Welcome to Cold Cans. We got a special guest host today. Welcome to the show, Funk Dog. Happy to be here. Mm. Happy to have you. Joey is currently on his way up to Canada for a bachelor party. Uh, he just got back from Dubai, so that that bastard's a little bit uh, jet lagged, and now he's going to go have a fun weekend up in Canada. Yeah, there's so. no better way uh, to re- recover from jet lag than a weekend of binge drinking. Yeah, leg of the dog, as they say. <laughs> leg of the dog. Um. So uh, Joey's out, Matt's in, and the nation rejoices. Matt brought this beer in today. What caught your eye about the Shiner Bach? Uh, I recently returned from Germany, so I'm a little jet-lagged myself, and uh, the brewery name caught my eye. Hell yeah. Spetzel? Yeah. Spetzel? I've always hear, heard that, or Spetzel, Spetzel or something. which is a like a pasta dish mm. that I had across the pond. Um but this beer is brewed in Texas, so it's really nothing to do outside of the name um, of Germany. But okay, yeah. uh, it's a Bavarian-style Bach. Mm-hmm. I think that's what the, th- the thing says. In the same brewery where it was first made back in 1913, this gently hopped medium brown beer is the pride of Shiner, Texas. It combines old-world Bavarian heritage with American handcraft brewing for a smooth, delightfully drinkable dark beer. Prost. Or prosit, it says. Um... So the thing I read at the beginning is the parent company of Spatzel Brewery is apparently called the Gambrinus Company. Uh, also based out of Texas, they own Spatzel and um, Trumer, Trumer, which is out of California. Uh, and I saw that on their LinkedIn page and thought it was funny and weird that they would include that. You would think a place that's like a brewery would be a little bit more hip than buzzword, 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 <laughs> like we're selling paper or something. But anyway, it made for a hilarious uh, cold open to the show, and I'm glad the people liked it. Okay, Funk Dog, what are we going to talk about? You just got back from Germany, not but, what, four days ago, five days ago? Four or five short days ago. Yeah. Tell me about it. Uh, Well, my fiancé, I'm also getting married uh, in a couple months. Cheers. Uh, My fiancé's family has, uh, her sister lives over there along with her husband, so... Mm. We decided to go visit. They live in a small town called Gotingen, okay. which actually isn't that small. It's like 100,000 people. Oh, nice. Um, but, you know, no one's, few people have heard of Is it. Is Gautier from there? Yes. Okay. Uh, Goethe. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, so we went there uh, to drink beer and visit with them and spend some time in a, another smaller German town 
uh, which I dubbed the Door County of Germany. Nice. So okay. shout out to Wisco- uh, the yeah. Thumb Hell of yeah, Wisconsin. Wisconsin listeners will um, like that one. We were by far the youngest people. Um, and the only English speakers, which was kind of cool, Ooh, yeah. actually. Um, what but, a unique experience. Did it you, was. Did anyone sort of like dismiss you or anything? Were people pretty accepting of it or they, they like wanted to help you? It reminded me a lot of, of Door County in that just because there was a language barrier, people still wanted to do whatever they could to make us feel welcome and to help assist us. And thankfully, a lot of the menus have English subtitles. Oh, okay. So we, not, like, we could know yeah. what we were ordering. So in Door County, it's an age barrier, and then in Germany, it's a language barrier? Age barrier to where we were. Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah, yeah. And we did have some issues, actually. Our first beer that we ordered, um, so the town is on the foothills of the Hartz Mountains, um, which is the inspiration for a lot of the Grimm Brother fairy tales. Ah. And the town kind And of, for the rental car company, right? Yes, yes. <laughs> Hartz. What can hearts do for you? <laughs> I don't know. So Sorry, you going. The town's embraced this heritage, uh, and there's like witches everywhere and ah. like spooky artifacts. And we ordered witches brew at the the bar, thinking we were going to get some uh, like craft beer, sure. like, brewed by the the bar. Um, sure. And it was just uh, a pilsner with green food coloring. <laughs> <laughs> So it was like St. Patty's Day. Yeah, you basically. Find in Chicago basically. or but something. It, yeah, it was red or green. Um, so that was a <laughs> Which is brewed yeah. containing unhealthy uh, food coloring. <laughs> Which will you get? Hey, now. Oh, that's good stuff. Um, yeah, it's similar. Have you been out on the peninsula to like Forks, um, Washington, which is apparently the. I've driven through yeah, Forks. Where the twilight universe is set apparently mm-hmm. in the books and so they've sort of embraced that as well they have like a sign up that says like no oh, like no the... werewolves past this point or something i am unfamiliar with the story at all but i've heard I thought that it was vampires or no vampires past this you. point yeah something like that um so that's kind of cool i guess it's it's like playing into the tourism of it like you're trying to get people to come in so that's kind of kitschy but it's also cool to sort of embrace it and not yeah it's just like everyone's mad about it everyone's in on the joke yeah like Cha-ching. <laughs> right, right. The ultimate laughter to that joke. Um, so that's cool. You you were also in, in uh, England for some time on I this was, trip. I was. Visited a friend from college in Bristol, England, mm-hmm. and spent a few nights in London also. Um, Thoughts? Any any good drink in there? Uh, I did plenty of drinking. Okay. Um, the uh, Amber Ale, the flat room temperature Amber Ale is the beer of, of England, and I happened to embrace it. I thought it was great. It brings out the, the flavors as the beer was a little bit warmer, and I didn't really mind it being being flat. They kind of, like, pump yeah. it out of these. Uh, it looks like a normal Lumber draft tap, but uh-huh. they, like, they pump it. Okay. And that takes out all, I think they pump it because it's not carbonated. Okay. Um, right, right. That makes sense. Right. It doesn't naturally rise through the thing. And it was a little off-putting at first, and then I really came around to it. And by the end, I had the option of tap beer or the, you know, pump option, and I was opting for the pumps. Ooh, give me that pump, Ooh. Daddy. Uh, no, that's intriguing to me, because that's one thing I don't like about beer is all the carbonation. It fills me up, makes me a little bloated. Yeah, yeah, a little gassy, a little yeah, burpy. Yeah, and then when I'm at the beach with my uh, shirt off. yeah. You don't want to be like a whale. You look pregnant. That's right. Don't want to be pregnant. (laughs) Mommy, why is that man pregnant? (laughs) That's interesting. I've never had the warm flat beer, though. Do you think it'd be something that you'd be interested in drinking more often, or was it like a nice treat? Well, I really like ambers, and the only time I encountered it was as an amber. 
so I would probably drink it regularly. Is be- Rachel going to be happy with you and your Amber? Oh, <laughs> what she doesn't the wedding's know off. won't. Uh, but yeah, I think I would order it. Okay. I would try it, certainly. I'm intrigued. I like that you drank a lot. You found some places to drink. We pretty much ate and drank. Any cool, like, brew pubs or breweries, that sort of thing over there? Uh, yes, especially in London, but it's not really a thing where you go to a, a place that brews their own beer. Like, they all kind of have the same, you know, 10 different sure. um, local beers. And in Germany especially, beer is very regional. So the beer we were drinking in the small town in the mountains was not the same we were drinking in Rachel's family's town. That's um, pretty cool. Yeah, it is cool. I mean, they're all pilsners, so <laughs> that, you know. Yeah, yeah. But, Probably tastes the same as what you had in America, even. But, yeah, yeah. But it's still cool that it's local. They have uh, Budweiser over there, too, but it's a, ah. what they call the original Czech recipe, not the Americanized recipe. Oh, right. And it's it's similar, but it's nice. There's a, some subtle variations. Okay. Some subtle variations in the piss water. Yeah, a Czech Pilsner, that's a specific type of Pilsner, right? I'm not exactly sure what it means, but... Someone yeah. out there will find it. Yeah. Okay, Cold next. Cold Cans Nation. Cold Cans Nation. Hit the Google. Hit the Bing. Get those Bing rewards, search points. Um, next drinking topic, you got a wedding coming up in Got August. a wedding. What's being served? Well, it's been a point of contention. So oh. we're going to have at least a keg or two of probably Spotted Cow. If I get my way, it'll be Moon Man. Um, but a craft, oh, okay. a craft beer from New Glarus Brewing, which what? I think you guys have had. A few new Glarus beers. I think only one. Only We've one. only done Spotted Cow. What is Moon Man again? What type? Uh, I believe it's a classified as an American pale ale. Pale. Okay. So it's just it's not as hoppy as an IPA, but it still is like nice, crisp, refreshing. Have you had any hazy IPAs? Oh yeah. It's like similar to that in its hop level. Okay. I mean, I'm not a huge hop guy. I don't love super bitter beers, but I love Moon Man. It's kind of that right balance. The bitter boy himself, Joe Glock. If only he was here to. Uh, tell us all about the benefits of a hazy IPA, but that's cool. I would, uh, I'd probably stay away from the Moon Man, um, if I was at your wedding, but that's okay. Well, you're not invited, so you don't <laughs> have to worry about that. Actually, uninvited. <laughs> uh, and then the question becomes, what type of cheap, yes, uh, mass market beer are we going to have? What swill are you gonna yeah, toss up I for me? I think it. It depends on price, number one. If I get my way, it would be um, there was a, an award-winning beer back in, I think, 1893 that still <laughs> still holds its weight. Is that so? It, yes. Uh, and it, actually, there's a blue ribbon on the packaging no just to kidding. tell everyone how prestigious this beverage is. Wow. Um, brewed by Pabst in Milwaukee at one time. I so, heard that's a good company. It was. <laughs> um, so we would have PBR. Okay. Um, but That's solid. It'll probably end up being Bud Light, I think, if we can only have one other option. Sure. Because Get that light beer for the diet conscience. It's, like, it's the you know, universal denominator. Yeah, it's a nice, easy one to go back to. Right. I mean, people... Still at the dance floor. People won't drink PBR, but people who drink PBR will always drink Bud Light. Wow. Yep. That's the wisdom right. of a man who's ready to get married. Yeah. So you're looking forward to it? Is it like uh, you're going to have a big wedding, a lot of family? A fair amount of family. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, we're limited in who we can have at the venue to 216 people, I believe. Okay. And I thought that would be plenty of people. Right. That sounds like a good number. It sounds like a good number, but we have large families, and suddenly uh, that number became very small. But it's good. <laughs> sure. it, I mean, it, it, it allows us to not get too crazy. It keeps things to 216 people. So yeah, sure. We've got a lot of the big stuff taken care of. Uh, nice part about the venue we're at, they only partner with one catering company and one beverage company. So mm. it's a monopoly. They can charge whatever they want, which <laughs> sucks, but it also takes a lot of the guesswork out of it. Sure. I guess, yeah. Keep an eye on the sunny side of that situation. How's the beer going down, by the way? I love this beer. So you've had it before? I've had it a few times, okay. yeah. It's, yeah, I think it's that nice balance between flavor and drinkability. Totally. I, it, I'm really liking this. This is the first time I've ever had it. Um, another look at the packaging here. It says, small town, small brewery. Every drop of Shiner beer is brewed right here in Shiner, Texas. Population 2,069. Hey. By a handful of local craftsmen who take pride in our little brewery and our classic Shiner Bach. That's fun. Yeah. So you're sp- supporting small business. You're big on supporting small business, aren't you? Of course. You? Mm-hmm. Independent small businesses. Mm-hmm. You bet. I wish I could tell you someone notable that came from Shiner, Texas. But there's no one? I just looked it up. And according to this uh, website, Wikipedia. Unfamiliar with that? Yeah. A couple of uh, a couple of major league ball players that I have not heard of. Oh, cool. Well, that's cool. Very Texas thing. Yeah, yeah. Let's go through some of their other beer offerings because you and I were both on the website a little while ago. And looking at, they have so many options available. They have a Wicked Juicy IPA, a Light Blonde, a Day Quencher Session Ale, a Lemon Pills, a Rosé Pale Ale, (laughs) Ruby Redbird, which I think is like a grapefruit shandy, essentially, um, is what it sounds like, which I really love the pairing of grapefruit juice with beer. And then they have their Texas Heat Wave series, um, which includes a Prickly Pear Lager, a Cherry Limeade, a some sort of beer and a sea salt and lime lager. Mm-hmm. So like a Bud Light lime, but nice. Sea salt and lime. Don't <laughs> mm. lime. And then a Bohemian black lager. The Germans call it a Schwarz beer, but Shiner fans know this as Shiner 97. Unusually smooth for a dark beer. Our Bohemian black lager is brewed with roasted malts and Czech says and Styrian hops. All else pales in comparison. Hey. Get it? Get it, you dumb... Uh, never mind. I don't swear on this podcast anymore. Yeah, don't insult the listeners, Nick. I know. Uh, then they have a their premium traditional beer, a Wicked Ram IPA, an Oktoberfest, a Shiner Holiday Cheer beer, and then back to Shiner Bach, which has 4.4% alcohol, 13 IBUs, uh, available year-round in bottles, cans, and draft. It's a solid beer. This is going down nicely. Yeah. It's not like a light sipping summer beer necessarily but like this is the type of beer i like to drink anytime yeah and it could work in the summer Mm -hmm. i think it's not it's not prohibitive to that totally totally but yeah you'd want something probably maybe that uh was it sea salt and lime (laughs) sea salt and lime would make this go real smooth i'd be i'm so curious to check out um those the rest of their offerings i've never seen all those maybe those are more local than this, which seems to be nationally distributed. Yeah, yeah. I've never seen those either at the Quality Food Center uh, that I picked this up at. I think I've seen the holiday cheer before oh, yeah. in the, you know, during the little seasonal, the season. seasonal stuff. Cool. 
Um, you brought, you really outdid yourself today, Matt. You brought a parable or terrible for us to try. I did. I did. Uh, <clears throat> just like the roasted malts mm-hmm. that Shiner Bach uses in the brewing process, I brought some roasted sunflower seeds. Hell yeah. So these are homemade. Roasted the them sunflowers myself. yourself. Yes. Yes. Let me get a little in handful here. Now tell us about the process of roasting these sunflower seeds, Matt. It's an elaborate process that involves removing each and every seed from the packaging. Wow. Uh, applying them to indirect heat of a skillet on the stove uh, and roasting for about 10 to 12 minutes constantly. Did you really sir. do them on the stove? Yeah. Not the oven? I did them on okay. the stove, yeah. Cool. Just because you can get higher, a little bit higher heat, do it faster? <laughs> it just seemed easier to me. Oh, okay. <laughs> sure. I guess if you're jostling it, that's yeah. easier to have it on the stove. They're good. Well well roasted, my friend. Could use a little bit more salt, but... Yeah, I think yeah. in terms of beer snacks, it, uh, it's always preferable to have like a ton more salt on anything. But no, those are really good. And I like... This kind of turns to a butter in your mouth, you mm-hmm. know, and mm-hmm. goes perfectly with a beer. I think it's very parable indeed. That's my oh. shout out to Joey Glock saying indeed. Okay, let's get to the Beer Advocate score. Um, this is a 3.19 out of 5, or okay. The style is described as a German Bach. Um, yeah. The, most ratings, like the highest one is a 3 on here. Which, I mean, I don't know. It's, again, it's a, a subjective thing, obviously, but like, this is a solid beer. I would drink this beer anytime. It seems a little low. I agree. To me. But because it's not trying to do anything fancy, I think that's why it gets... Knock sure. down a few pegs. Which brings us to our ranking portion of the show. Mm. Um, I am not going to list off every single beer as as some hosts have before, but I will, I'll throw out a section, Matt, and then you can help me place it. Okay. I view this between number 22, Rainier, and number 32, Alaskan Amber. Are you on the web page, Matt? I am. I am. Can you tell the listeners what web page that is? Oh, that's coldcanspodcast.com. And if you'd like to get to the page that I'm looking at right now, that's coldcanspodcast.com backslash rankings. Backslash? Forward slash. Thank you. <laughs> slash. You don't want people getting lost on the web out there. Do you have a, like one of those 404 pages like, whoops, looks like we found or lost what you're looking for. No, we, we haven't. That. We yeah. haven't done a cute one. Yeah, what yeah, could like, it be? Like an empty glass. Like, oh, oh it looks like you need a refill. Like go a, back to the homepage. Nice. Yeah. That's a good idea. If I had the technical knowledge to set that up, I might get right on that. <laughs> no, I'm sure it's easy because Squarespace makes everything easy, baby. <laughs> if only they were a sponsor of the show. Um, okay, what do, do you see? It? Do you agree with that ten um, ten slot I I laid out there, which is just the start of the wild cards is what I laid out. Do you think it's in there? Do you think it's higher? Do you think it's lower? I think, yeah, it's right in that sweet spot. Uh, I wouldn't go lower. Okay. Um, I think that's right where it is, like we talked about, and like the folks at Beer Advocate have noted. It's not trying to do too much. Yeah. It's just a nice, solid drinking, flavorful, lighter beer, but um, you don't compromise. Yeah, very drinkable mm-hmm. beer. And, yeah, lighter only in... And uh, just getting a picture there of the old flunk dog. <laughs> Good stuff. 
this lighting, the light's kind of weird. It's a nice in-person, but it's not <clears> great for pictures. This is a beautiful light, by the way. It costs $400. Um, but the shadows it's casting on your face right now are sensual. Divine and sensual. Okay, so Rainier, Liney's O, Newcastle Brown Ale, Overcast Espresso Stout, Fremont Parkland Pills, Sam Adams Boston Lager, Stella Artois, Lion and Kugel Summer Shandy, Bud Light Platt, Great Lakes Christmas Ale, then Alaskan Amber. Where do you see it in there? Probably like the meaty part of that curve. See, the one that sticks out to me as like shouldn't be in there is Overcast Espresso Stout. I think it's a fine beer, but it doesn't belong because all these are just like smooth drinking beers. I would <clears> always <throat> pick them up before the others or before that one. I mean, mm-hmm. um, uh, yeah, I remember that. That was, that was wild. Were you on that episode? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah you yeah. were. That, I yeah. think that was your first episode. Uh-huh, nice. Uh-huh. So we got to put this above that fucker then. Oh yeah. Sorry. I think, sorry, dad. I mean, I think you, when you said Rainier, I mean, I know it's the start of the wild cards, but it's like right there with like Rainier and Liney's original. This reminds me a lot of Liney's original. Totally. Totally. And maybe a little bit smoother drinking, but Liney's O does have 0.2% more alcohol and uh, it pulls at our heartstrings. Uh, it's, let's put it in at number 24 above Newcastle Brown Ale. That looks like a good a spot as any for it. Uh, so your number, new number 24 beer from Spitzel Brewery, Scheinerbach Beer. Woo. Okay, Matt, looking forward to your wedding. We're about, what, four months out now? Yeah. Yeah, yeah four-ish four months out. Um, is it more of a, uh, thing you're looking forward to, or is it still just, like, sort of, like, nerves? <laughs> a lot of nerves. That's a great question. And like anything, probably a combination of the two. Okay. I think I'm really looking forward to the reception. Mm. Once the beer starts flowing and sure. people stop kind of noticing everything and maybe nitpicking <laughs> sure. whatever they find to uh, complain about. So I think I think I, overall I'm looking forward to it. Nice. Um, I have a lot of friends who have moved kind of far away. They're going to come back for it. A lot of family that I haven't seen Hell in yeah. a long time. So it's been quite a while since I've had so many people... In one spot, so hopefully everything goes well. Um, I, I mean, it's a wedding; like stuff will yeah. go wrong, but as long as yeah. you keep it all in perspective, I think it's going to be a great time. So I think I'm looking forward to it more than nervous about awesome. it. Awesome, awesome. Well, I'm looking forward to being a part of it as well, and I'm officiating the proceedings uh, during the ceremony. And I I have some stuff written up. I haven't shown it to you guys yet, um, but I have like. I've got this idea for like a story that I'm going to okay. tell that involves some <laughs> some other past experiences. Okay. And I can't decide if I want it to be a surprise for you guys or if I should run it by <laughs> you to see if it's something that you're like, oh, yeah, that's awesome. Or like, no, why would you do that? <laughs> yeah, I trust you. Okay. I think I'll leave it up to your discretion. Okay. On, on I'll probably, you... I'll gain some, some, glean some insights from other people and see what they think. Yeah. And, uh, and then go with Just it. Just maybe pull a few members of the audience. And yeah, exactly. And see if I'm on, on the right track or <laughs> yeah. if it will offend people. I would avoid um, profanity. Of course. Okay. Of course. I've never sworn in my life. <laughs> right, right. Well, at least not on I this swear. podcast. <laughs> uh, by the way, before we sign off, what are the parable or terribles going to be at your wedding? Ooh, um, chicken cordon bleu. Nice. Is one parable. Um, a burgundy pepper spoon roast Ooh. is another parable. And then... We actually have these like super awesome like sausage stuffed mushroom hors d'oeuvre oh, things. Mama. Yeah, I would get on that. We Hell don't have yeah. a ton of them, but okay, 
they they were really good. Um, well, of course, I'll be at the head table, so right, I'll, I'll right. get first pickings at them. No, that that sounds delicious. And though. then to uh, uh, follow all that, we'll have um, sugar cookies, our favorite cookies. Hell yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. Sounds like a great parable, very parable uh, wedding to be had. Thank you for being on the show today. One last cheers. Thanks for having me. Folks, go out and find Spatzel Brewery's Shiner Bach. We'll catch you next time. The Cold Cans Podcast is recorded in the Overcast Room at Cloud Studios in Seattle, Washington. Visit cloudstudioseattle.com 